Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges talks with Dr. Patricia Hayes, Chief Consultant with the VHA Women's Health Services in Washington, D.C., Dr. Hayes is in the forefront of the development of programs necessary to keep our female veterans healthy, both physically and mentally. This program will keep you up on the improvements that have already been made in the area of specialty clinics and the plans for expansion of women's services. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And I have a very special guest with me today, Dr. Patty Hayes. She's the chief consultant. Veteran Health Administration, Women's Health Services. That's a long title, but it's a very important job. Thank you for coming on, Ms. Hayes. I love being on because it sounds like I get to be able to talk to veterans about what we can uh, provide for you uh, having served our country so valiantly. You know, there's a reticence on a lot of people to go to the VA because they just don't realize how many wonderful services that you folks are providing and changing every day, adding to those services. We found over time that women especially don't understand that they are eligible for VA services. Many women think you had to have been in combat or that they're not really veterans, or they're only those folks that um, have a special badge or ribbon uh, belong at the VA. That's one problem that we have a hard time overcoming. And I want to make sure that every person who served in the armed services knows that they should be checking out uh, their VA. And then, you know, you, you raise a really important point, which is that we've been adding services, particularly for women veterans, uh, as fast as we can so that we can serve those uh, veterans uh, to be able to give the best care we can to you. I was just at the optical clinic at James A. Haley. And sitting in the waiting room were just about as many ladies or or women veterans as there were male. They have a lot of services there for them. Absolutely. You know, we're glad to see that women are finally coming in. And right now, 30% of all new enrollees in the VA are women. Really? That's absolutely true. The women are coming in faster in some cases than we can really keep up. But in most cases, we're we're ready. You know, one of the things that happened was that there was a law uh, that capped the number of women who could be in the military. And that law uh, was at 2% uh, until 1967. So before the Vietnam era, only 2% of all the forces were female. Now, there were so many folks that that's still a lot of women from World War II in Korea. But in uh, 1967, the law was changed. And then the all-volunteer army came in. And to tell you the truth, the government had trouble filling up the all-volunteer army. And so they started adding... MOS is that women could serve in. 
so that by Gulf War One, which you all remember when that was in 1991, 11% of the forces in Gulf War One were female. Today, 19.6 of the active duty force is female, and about 19% of the Guard and Reserve. So we've seen, even in my lifetime, a, a sea change of who's in the military and therefore who's needing to be able to come into VA for medical care. My granddaughter graduated from college with honors and couldn't find a job. And so I and others talked to her about going in the military. She went in for five years, ended up with a degree in Russian because they sent her out to the Monterey school, got a degree in Russian, got her master's degree also. And in five years, she got out and it was almost no college debt that was taken care of. So I can understand why any young person ought to be looking at the military. Absolutely. You tell a really good story. It's one similar to my niece who was trained in Korean out there in Monterey. But, you know, I think people go into the military for a variety of reasons. Some are truly about education, patriotism, economics in some cases, because there isn't the right uh, job opportunity. I think today there's a lot of folks going into the military because of the tremendous training that's available in the military. And so we do see the same kind of patterns of folks going in and getting their degrees. But when they come out, there's not been a great history of helping people transition after active duty. We recently added um, what's called the transition training. It used to be the TAP program, but it's been expanded to help veterans, new veterans understand that the VA is a home for them and that they can transition and enroll in VA even if they don't need VA right then. But VA's healthcare really is something that people need to learn about. We provide care that is better than any private sector care that you can get. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that... I will vote for that. <laughs> well, you see some negative stories now and again, and you know, that's really about the fact that in any huge system, I think there, unfortunately, are occasionally some bad mistakes. But overall, for example, cervical cancer screening known as pap smears, mammograms, we do these in the high 90% range. In private insurance, only about 70% of folks who should get these tests get the tests all time. And Medicaid and Medicare, it's about 50%. We try very hard to maintain the highest standards of care that we possibly can. Another thing that's important about VA care, of course, is that we have an electronic health record that puts it all together for you. Oh, yes. I, you may have some experience with that yourself. When I travel, no matter where in the United States I go, if I go to a VA hospital, they know everything about me. They don't have to be checking with six doctors. Absolutely. You know, I recently, unfortunately, lost my mom to cancer. But while we were taking, she wasn't a veteran. So while we were taking her to doctors, I literally had to carry a binder with me of all of her important prescriptions, all of her important tests, because there was, even though that was a major hospital system at a university, one doctor's office couldn't see what another doctor's office was doing for. That consistency of care in VA and in our electronic health record is critical to your care. So that if you are sent to a specialist, that your primary care doctor is going to know what they said and what they did for you. And we don't have a lot of repeated unnecessary tests because the tests are all in there. Now, that can make a huge difference for veterans in terms of getting quality health care and care that you can also download yourself through our electronic the My Healthy Vet system, or you, the blue button you can download. So maybe you do want to go to a specialist outside the VA. 
hit the button and download your own healthcare. I, I think those things are just not really understood outside the VA, how well that works. It works very well. In fact, I used the blue button just the other day. And by the way, for those who don't understand, when we talk about the blue button, there is a program in the archives of Veterans Corner Radio that talks about how my healthy vet works and how to sign up for it and get it because it's a vital thing to have for me getting back and forth to the doctor. It's a very important thing. Another aspect of VA that some people don't know is that you can enroll, even if you don't intend to use us right now, that you can use it in combination with other health care that you have. Uh, some people see the VA and use VA primarily for prescriptions. We call it co-located care or combined care. The other thing that is important about that is that you can kind of pick and choose. So some people use this for their primary care and use other health care or Medicare for specialty care. So I think it's a lot more similar to some other options than people realize. What are some of the things that you're most proud of from a women's care standpoint? Things maybe you've got that have come online already and maybe things that are going to come online. I think that we started a few years ago to decide that you needed a woman's specialist, or we call it a designated women's health provider, wherever you access your care. So we have primary care doctors who are interested and trained up in women. Not all doctors really can spend the time to specialize, to understand the combination of your reproductive health care with your other health care issues, to know that your cardiac medications may have an impact on your women's health body and how that might affect you, or if you're a smoker, or if you're going through menopause, or you're aging and we want to make sure, you know, when should you continue to get mammograms? When should you stop? When do you need a DEXA scan? So a women's health specialist is available at every VA and almost all of our community-based outpatient clinics, pretty soon every single one. And that's your key to healthcare in the VA. That person is then sort of the quarterback. And we find that our women are very highly satisfied with their women's health providers. So we're really proud of that. We we moved from an idea that they could only be at our really big sites of care to making sure that we had a women's health provider wherever you come for care. We've also added mammograms on site. 69 of our hospitals have mammograms on site. I can't, I'm not a veteran. I come from a Navy family, but I'm not a veteran myself. I can't get a mammogram where I go get my primary care. I have to schedule it, find a place in the community, go somewhere else. And then when the, when the test is done, I get a letter in the mail and I have to take that to my doctor. Well, we're putting primary care and together with all the other care. So we have gender-specific care. We also have mental health care available frequently in primary care. But if you need a mental health appointment because you're coming in and you're in crisis, we're going to see you that day. Significant numbers of our veterans benefit from having our mental health integrated with the rest of our care. And women do suffer from depression, adjustment. They have struggling issues with families in transition, loss, grief. Women outlive men in our society still. And so as women age, they frequently have to struggle with, with sort of all the things that surround them, financial issues, stress, grief, loss, and kind of readjusting and making a new life for themselves after they've lost their life partner. So there's lots of things that we can do where we put our mental health together and if you come into VA, you won't be surprised that your primary care doctor is going to be asking you, how are you doing? What would make you happy in your life? So it's a, a whole health, a whole person approach to your health care. Yeah, I'll be doing a program shortly on military sexual trauma. 
with the department there at Bay Pines in St. Petersburg. And that's another area where women more than men are obviously treated because of the, well, the sexes. Unfortunately, sexual trauma happens to women in our, our lives. About 25% of women endure some sort of sexual trauma experience during their lifetimes. And another significant portion have sexual harassment or sexual violence in the military. I think VA is uniquely uh, positioned to understand that. You know, we, we train in it, we understand what that means, that it's really um, a betrayal when you're in a military unit and everyone is supposed to have each other's back. Yeah. Uh, that, that's your six. And yet someone in the unit is betraying you by harassing or assaulting you. That really is uh, something that undercuts your whole being and affects your sense of safety uh, until you get treatment. Now, the really good news about it, and you'll hear more in your sexual trauma podcast, is that the treatment works. So you may have suffered with these issues for a long time in your life, but a very uh, significant kind of short segment of set of treatments work. And you can get to the point where life, these are memories you can live with and you can go in your life in a happier way. So it's a very important piece. You know, mental health care in general, there's a stigma attached to it, but we try and lessen that by having it easily available and part of your whole care. Uh, we also have other things that go along with sort of life satisfaction, yoga, tai chi, things like art therapies and photography, uh, chiropractic. All of this can be part physical therapy, part of your health care that's in one place through one set of providers. My guest today is, for those that tuned in late, Patty Hayes, who is the chief consultant, Veterans Health Administration, Women's Health Services, and I'm really learning a lot with you. I'm just so excited. We'll probably, if you agree, we'd love to have you back to talk more about it. We've got about two minutes to finish up. I know there's many more things you'd like to talk about, but is there one thing that you'd like to be sure to share? Most important message is to come and check us out, that we are state-of-the-art, we've got what you need, it's healthcare that is suited to you for what you want in your life. If you check us out and enroll, even if you don't want us right now, we can serve you if you have a catastrophic illness or injury. So most important is go to the website, get hooked up. You know, Bill can really help you out with how to get registered, but get registered and take part. You earned it. You absolutely deserve it. And we want you among our treated and special veterans. We have almost 900,000 of you enrolled in VA care. We, we want you to come. That is wonderful. Dr. Hayes, it's been a true pleasure to talk with you on the air today. And you will come back with us? Sure. I'd be happy to set something up and talk about some things that your audience wants to hear more about. I want to thank Joe Williams and Michelle Spavik for helping us to get this set up because staff is also important. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. We'll talk to you again on the next Veterans Corner Radio. And again, Dr. Hayes, thanks so much for being with me. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. 
Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.